Hey, welcome to the Mission City Podcast. Last week, we began talking about Christmas, and as we look around at culture, there's a lot of focus on various traditions and festivities. Those are fun and all, but are we losing the main point of Christmas? We're going to discuss that in today's session. Dave, Chuck, take it away. Good morning, Dave. Hey, Chuck, how you doing this morning? I am well, very well. Very well. Good to see you. Very well? or Very, very well. Very well. Quite I'm well? doing quite well. Quite well. Yeah. Quite well. It's yeah. getting, it's, it's cold. It's very cold. getting to be Christmas. Like 40s a lot like Christmas. Yeah. 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 Smells in the air. The smell of hay and all sorts of allergens. Why'd you say hay that way? <laughs> the smell of hay. Hay. Hey. Hey, y'all. Trying to see if it, I, well, I wanted to see places. if I could rhyme it with something, but it didn't go anywhere. No, so, so <laughs> smell of hay. So last today. night we got, I got home from city, Citywide, which was pretty awesome last night. It was night. good. Enjoyed that. And I could smell the fireplaces mm. in our neighborhood. And I'm like, man, I sort of, I, I sort of love that smell. You know, it's kind of like, okay. That feels like Christmas. That mm. smells like Christmas. Yeah. Everybody's kind of burned their fireplaces, and and it was you know it's not like it's cold, cold. But I think anybody in San Antonio you know, needs an excuse to burn a fire. Like, like somebody right. was telling me last 50 night, or below, it's, like, it's like fireplace. They were telling me sixty yeah. and below, we do our fireplace. I was like sixty and below. 60. They're like, yep. When it gets to sixty degrees, we like the fireplace. Fifty wow. is probably the. I don't do it unless it's like in, like. Mid to low forties. Yeah, but Cheryl wants a fire a lot. She likes. I like the fire. you know. I like fire pits. I like to be outside next to a fire. We had a fire, I, we had some fire pits last night. I really mm-hmm. enjoy fire pits. Like I was telling somebody last night, I was like, you know, whenever I do a sabbatical, when I'm like going to write sermons or sure. curriculum oh. or <laughs> take, I, I thought you take, said sabbatical. Uh, I was like, what's a spatula? <laughs> a spatula? When a spatula? I took a spatula, no. Well, I would take a few days when I was when I was lead pastor of churches for mm-hmm. you know a long time before I came here, I would always take about four days and I would always go to the cabin somewhere, uh, out somewhere like Beaver's Bend, Oklahoma or somewhere like that where they're and I would go in the middle of the week whenever they don't normally have you wouldn't have neighbors or people yeah. or whatever. And I would spend a lot from the time it got dark till when I went to bed just at a fire pit, just staring at the fire pit, praying. Yeah. Journaling, mm-hmm. asking the Lord to give me the direction for you know the next yeah. year yeah. of sermon series or whatever it might be. We so. got a fire pit at our house, and I really, I love it. Um, I always worry about it afterwards, you know, because we always like, Cheryl and I are like, yeah, we're ready for bed, and they're like, there's still an inferno still- <laughs> in this thing, and next thing I don't want to wake up, and there's gonna be like fire engines, <laughs> firemen yeah. waking you up, sure, yeah. sure, so your house is on fire. <laughs> Uh, like, got, just ten more minutes. <laughs> yeah, just, just It'll be fine. <laughs> no, but I, I do. I enjoy the smell of a good fire, crackling fire. Even whether it's a the chimneys around the neighborhood or mm-hmm. a fireplace, we'll we'll I'm sure over the next uh, few weeks mm-hmm. have some time around the fire pit. I think that's fun. Do some s'mores. Yeah. It's always a good, yeah. it's always a good time. Just good family time. A lot of time, mm-hmm. just hanging out around a fire yeah. pit and enjoying each other. There's a lot of festivities uh, happening over the next like few weeks. A lot of things going around the town. Of like, uh, I went to Dickens on Main a couple uh, last weekend or something. Dickens like that. on Main like, is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. like there, there's a Birdie. lot of stuff like that to Birdie's celebrate kind of a cool Christmas. Little small town Christmas. Mm-hmm. Galveston does a uh, Galveston, Texas does a big Dickens thing every year. Yeah, Dickens on the it, Strand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, people, a lot of people 
that's a destination thing for a lot of people. Jefferson, wow. Texas has some really cool stuff. Jefferson, Texas has like a lot of bed and breakfasts and stuff. Is like that East when Texas? we lived, yeah, mm. when we lived down that way, um, maybe an hour and a half from there. We went down to Jefferson a lot. My wife doesn't and I. a train run through Jefferson, yep. Texas. Like, and yep. they're like a train ride. And they do take. some really cool Christmas stuff. And then you get down to uh, Marshall, has the lights, and you got people that drive from hours to to, to to do down Marshall, to Texas. Marshall. I mean, you are yeah, that's way up there. Are up to whatever. You people go to Marshall, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. There's lights, and you can like see it from planes and everything there from the space station. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Just like Christmas Vacation. Yeah, absolutely. Which uh, is that one of your Christmas movies? Christmas Vacation. I love Christmas Vacation. Uh, it's fun to watch. It's traditional Christmas with the Cranks. That's mm. one of ours. Love it. Love Tim Allen. He's fun. Back in the day, the Pastor Matt and his wife Becky, me and my wife, that was our Christmas tradition every year when we worked at, at the church in Dallas. Watch and Christmas uh, with the we watched Christmas, no, Christmas Vacation. Mm. And then we would go look at Christmas lights in Deerfield and different places in Plain, around Plano yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. And then go to Saltgrass or whatever. We did that every year for I don't know how many years in a row. Even when I left to go pastor and stuff, we would meet and, and go and do that. Huh. So that was always a tradition for a long time. But Christmas Vacation, Christmas with the Cranks. Die Hard. I know a lot of people. That's not a Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie all day long. You cannot celebrate Christmas until you watch Hans Gruber fall from Nakatomi Plaza. That's true. That's true. That's a that's a great one. Um, Four yeah. Christmases. Which love is, it. Oh, that last couple years. That's well, a that's a Vince funny Bond's movie. Hilarious. I like Vince Vaughn. He's he's, he's, he's funny in movies. Um, that's a good one. The Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out. Yes. Yeah. We watch that at least. I don't know even know how many times because we'll watch for like. 30 minutes, go do something else, come back. Because they'll have it on for like 48 or 72 hours straight. Well, right. yeah, just you just kind of catch bits and pieces of it throughout the Christmas day. It's like it's running on the TV yeah. constantly during Christmas day. Yeah. And so it's fun. It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. I do like It's a Wonderful Life. That's, a, that's, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I love It's a Wonderful Life. It's just a, that's one of those feel-good movies. Mm. It is good. What other traditions are... We don't really cash. we don't really do a, a real traditional um, you know, we used to when I was first in the ministry, I always was at a church that I had to be there on Christmas Eve. My wife's family lives in Louisiana, so typically what we would do my family lived in Dallas, so typically what we would do is go to her parents' house for Thanksgiving and spend a few days there, and then we would go to uh, we would be at my parents' house on Christmas Day. And then as we when we started having kids and my parents were getting older and those things and and uh, we decided to start having Christmas at our house. So really the only kind of tradition we had was the kids would open a present on Christmas Eve. They could each pick one. Mm. And then Christmas and then my wife usually makes a big thing of, of chili on Christmas Eve. <clears throat> and we would either go look at Christmas lights or something. But we really don't. We're not one of those families that has, you know, everybody gets in a certain sweater, pajamas, and they take their picture or whatever. Gotcha. It's kind of chaotic yep. at yep. our house. It's just sort of <laughs> like kids are rip- ripping presents open, and then we're, you know, going and hanging around and playing with stuff. And then I go back to bed, and, you it's know. It's too much, yeah. We do tamales. It's a San Antonio do tradition. Oh. Do, you do, you guys, do you guys do tamales? No, no, we haven't really. 
He's I'm, like from I'm Hungary or yeah, something. Yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah I'm Hungarian. We don't do tamales. They do like a <laughs> stew or something. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, that's exactly what we do. No, we do tamales. I think that's kind of what we've done. On even, Christmas, even, you eat tamales? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a prime rib this year. Hmm? I did a ham for Thanksgiving on the smoker, and this year I'm doing a prime rib for the first time. So. I have no nice. idea what we're doing other than tamales. You know, but we don't. We don't. Typically, we did a turkey on Thanksgiving and a ham on Christmas, but we're not huge turkey people. I mean, I like a deep fried turkey, yeah, you're but a turkey. you know, <laughs> you are what you eat. So yes, uh, you know, I'm prime rib baby. You know, yeah. but uh, you know, there's not a lot of tradition. But you know, there is a lot of traditions that people do that they shouldn't because it could trump what Christmas really is supposed to to, to be mm-hmm. about. You know, we got to be careful of of those things. You know. Yeah. When you when you read in Luke where it talks about the account of uh, of Christ's birth and and I think that's probably the most important thing that we can do on Christmas is to you know, we don't we have a, a, have done this before it's never been a tradition which I almost regret that it's not uh, is sit around and read the account mm. of Christ's birth. Really, so, yeah, it is something that we do. Every we have we have not always done it, and I think. I think that's where we've missed out. It's like mm-hmm. it's just a great reminder um, that we're yeah. we celebrate, regardless of whether we can get into the debate. Is this the time of year that Jesus was born? Sure. Well, yeah. I don't want to get into that debate because I don't have enough uh, knowledge of that. But the fact that we do celebrate Christ's right. birth because his his birth is the greatest gift yeah. to the world, and it is the um, most important thing uh, when you consider his death, burial, and resurrection, uh, but God gave us that sacrificial lamb on that day to live a perfect life. Um, that's a that's an that's the most important thing. And if oh. we would just spend that time recognizing that and get into Luke and in the in the account mm. there, I think that's so important. Yeah, I think so many times we get caught up in the traditional festivities of like going to see light shows, going to, you know, wrapping so many presents and like we focus in on the presents around the Christmas tree so many times that uh, that becomes what we're excited about is just what gifts we're getting. What, uh, you know, can we, what, what presents am I going to open this year or uh, who am I going to see or whatever? Like we lose focus on, uh, what we are actually celebrating. Um, we get caught up in Santa and the elves and, and all that. And we- Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I heard, a, I, heard I don't remember who, what pastor this was, <laughs> but I remember they had a Sunday morning message, and basically the theme was there was no room for Jesus, you know, in the end, so that's why he was in the stable. And, and, uh, and it's like that's kind of what we've done now. We've made no room for Jesus when we're supposed to make the most room for him mm-hmm. because we've we've you know busied ourselves with shopping and cooking and decorating and so forth yeah. that we haven't really taken that time to really focus on what it's all about and um I know one year I, when our daughter Hannah was was really little two or three and um she said something 
this isn't what she said, but it was like, I like Santa Claus better than Jesus almost. It was like oh, something man. like that. It was it wasn't yeah. like that. It was just like yeah. Yeah. she was making much of Santa. Mm-hmm. And I remember our I looked, my wife and I looked at each other and went, man, we really. That's our fault. <laughs> we yeah. messed up. Yeah. yeah. And so <clears throat> that year we had um, a friend that does Santa, that is a Santa Claus. And we had him come and he shared the gospel story hmm. of, about how, hey, Christmas isn't about me and, and so forth. And so I think that was the year we started reading Luke every single gotcha. year because we were like, oh, and we didn't do it on part. I mean, we went, did the Christmas candlelight service at our church. We, yeah. we mm-hmm. you know, did all the things, but our actions <laughs> said otherwise. Our words said one thing, our actions said something else. And so we got caught up on... You know, I want to I want to create the wonder in their eyes as they see presence rather than the presence of God in oh. our house. You know, and I was like, oh man, we really we really made a mistake with that. And so hmm. we we try to be intentional every year of of making sure that we serve during the Christmas season. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I it's our go. Cheryl and I, you know, we we our kids are out of the house now, and so. One of the things that we're trying to tell them is as you form your family, you know, form traditions that do not mold to the commercial view of Christmas, mm-hmm. but what it's all about. Start <clears throat> start shaping Lincoln's thought process of we celebrate Christmas because we're celebrating the birth of Christ, not yeah. because I get presents and get to see Santa and all those really, they're fun. Yeah. And, they're, and I think they're, they're, Part of it, and you do it right. It's it's a good thing to do, uh, as long as it doesn't become the replacement right. for what the purpose of Christmas is. I enjoy all the aspects of Christmas: mm-hmm. the lights, the fun, the presents, being able to buy presents for my wife and my family. That's all great. I think those are great things. But it's true as anything in life. It, there are a lot of great things that can become the problem if you if they become the main thing. And so as this Christmas comes around this year, my focus is trying to make sure that that's not the main thing, that mm. Christ is the main thing. So what I love about our church is we, we really focus in on who Jesus is in this season mm-hmm. and why he came uh, to earth. Wasn't He came to earth to save us, yeah. to, to bring us back into relationship with mm. God. And, and to me, we got to focus on those things first. Yeah. When you think back to uh, some of your most cherished memories of Christmas, um, was it, is is it tied to like the commercialization aspect? Is it about the presence or is it about something more? Well, for me, I, rem- I, I got, I became a believer as an adult, um, so for me, I remember that first Christmas of when I was when I was saved and I had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It was different for me that year, and so I mean, I was I was sober and clean, and and uh, you know, I remember going, "Wow, this is so much better." And you know, I'm 28 at the time, so it wasn't like I was running down the stairs and opening up a new train <laughs> set or the Red Rider BB gun by any means. This was this was truly, wow, he saved me, you know. And I I got saved in April, so I had eight months of being saved by the time Christmas rolled around, you know. And 
I was still very obviously immature in my faith. Not that I'm super mature now, but anyway, I was really <laughs> immature then. But still having that awe and wonder of of um, Christmas, and I think that was the first year I truly. Um, over and above gave to families or, or a ministry uh, where mm-hmm. I was going to church or whatever. And I remember I made it more about that. Of course, I wasn't married, didn't have kids or anything like that then. So mm-hmm. anyway, it really was my focus was the birth of, of Jesus. And I try and go back there in my heart and in my mind to, to go, hey, you remember the wonder of that first year? Yeah. of uh, And again, I'm 28 years old, so I had already had 27 other Christmases up until that point, but that was truly the most special because I realized the Savior came into the world for me, hmm. you know, and he saved me from my sins. So that's probably my most uh, cherished. And, and it was good that it happened that way because my father passed away um, just at Christmas time, you know, it's been several years now, eight, nine, ten years, whatever now, um, that my father passed away, but it was during the Christmas time. And, but so it's good for me because if I wanted to dwell on that, I could. But what I dwell on that is go, remember that first year. And mm-hmm. so that was good for me. How about you? What was what was a cherished Christmas memory? Yeah, for you? I could, you know, my cherished memories don't go back to when I was a kid. It, they don't. They go back to when I, you know, it's more about the relationships that mm-hmm. I have with my parents. My dad, my last Christmas with my dad, and really my last Christmas with my mom. Um, those are really sweet times. Uh, knowing, you know, my last Christmas with my dad, I he was not a believer. My dad gave his life to Christ right before he died, mm-hmm. um, which would have been in it was October of, of 1995. Um, my mom, <clears throat> who was a believer, a strong believer, always tried to make Christmas about Christ. You know, as much as as much as she could. Of course, my dad at the time he was not a believer, so Christmas was it was it was more the commercial version of Christmas. A lot. My dad always tried to have a really good gift for everybody, and yeah. it was kind of his his way of making up for the year hmm. uh, in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I remember the la- the last Christmas with both of them. Um, sad because my dad, you know, had passed, um, but it was also. Uh, I was also thankful that he'd given his life to Christ because it was in those last few months, last, actually the last week of his life that he gave his life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then my last one with my mom, you know, it's about the relationships. It's about, you know, <clears throat> yes, it's about Jesus, but, and, and that's what we want Christmas to be, but the memories are sharing it with the people that you love, not about the things that you get. Right. Or the... Um, you know what you what who who won the house decorating contest that you, on yeah. your street trying to outdo everybody with the lights. Now I don't even try anymore. <laughs> but you Some know, you know would, what I'm saying. So yeah. it became more about relationships at Christmas <clears throat> than the material. Yeah. So that's probably my most cherished memories. I think of a, a photo that comes up every year in my little like, <clears throat> memories thing that Facebook or whatever reminds you of. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a photo of my sister and I in our first Christmas living here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, uh, we had just moved here. We hadn't had a chance to like go get a tree, go get anything. And so my mom just had one of her plants that was only a stem, only the, like the stalk of, <laughs> of this thing. 
and we just had a red ribbon around it, and that was our Christmas tree. So you just have a, uh, we have the photo of my sister and I sitting next to this plant with the <laughs> presents kind of scattered yeah. uh, around it. And I remember every single time I, I look at this photo, I think to myself, like, we, I never felt like I was missing something. We didn't have the tree. We didn't have what, whatever. But I never felt like I was, like, missing out on Christmas because it wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. It was about, like, still getting to be with family. And, yeah, we still had the gifts, but it was still about we got to still celebrate Jesus remember what he did, remember how he came to earth, still went to church, still did all those things. Like that was what I had the value in. And, and so I look fondly at, at that photo every year, just, just reminding myself of, Hey, it's not about decking the halls. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. about remembering Jesus. No, that's good. It, it, that's the thing is it creates, and that's what you want to do. You want to create the memories for your kids, but <laughs> the toys get broken yeah, you know, um, or they outgrow them, and you know they're not really looking back. In rem- you know the things that last, the eternal things are the things of Christ, mm. and so um, that's what you really want to create for your kids. And now you have you have a grandson, and mm-hmm. and uh, probably down the line you'll have more grandkids or whatever. And so that's Hopefully. what you really want to create for them is that eternal perspective mm-hmm. um, much more than um, anything else because like I said I, I remember one year my daughter wanted some pink cowboy boots and I remember it took me forever to find them I had to go drive to all these different places and I finally found them I was so proud of myself yeah. and when she opened them she went these aren't really the ones I wanted oh. and you know, I was just devastated because <laughs> I had spent so much time but the Holy Spirit was basically going yeah, that's basically how you do with the gift that I give you. You, mm. you, you pick other things to be enamored with over me. And so, is it, you know, sometimes our kids are a good lesson about yeah. what it's supposed to be about. And so, I re- I remember that vividly because I I went so far out of my way, spent way more money than I ever thought I would, uh, just to get her those pink cowboys. You, and you spent more money on warm, gasoline you know? driving <laughs> than the actual than the gift. Actual, I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I at the time I was living. Uh, I was pastoring my first church, and I was in a town called Wyndham, Texas, and mm. it was like halfway between Sherman and Paris, so I went to Paris first because they had a couple different cowboy stores. That's Paris, Texas. And then I went to Sherman, Texas. Fashion couldn't find it. Up in da- had to go all the way to Dallas to find these pink cowboy boots, and I don't know. They weren't the ones that she wanted. They were different looking or, or whatever, <laughs> and so anyway, it's just sort of that, re- I mean, again, that was a stern reminder of, of you know, hey, you spent way more time on that than you needed to. You needed to spend more time talking about what the season was all about. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's I think that's one of the things we want to instill in our in our children. And I want to instill in people too to to have that understanding is is so many people during the holidays really miss their loved ones. Um you know, they you know, especially the first year, second year, and sometimes it doesn't get any easier. Yeah, this is a tough time um, of year for And it a lot could of be people. difficult. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why you have to make uh, the most of your memories, but make the eternal ones more important. Because if your dad hadn't came to know Christ right before he passed away, that's sort of a tragedy story. It is. But it's not really, it's a celebration story because he came to faith. Um, whether it was the last minute or not doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Nope. That's something that you can 
hold on to and share with others. And so mm-hmm. make sure yeah. you make Christmas not about the presence, but about the presence of, of, of Christ in your house. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Benny, Merry Christmas to Merry you. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. To all of, uh, thank you for watching and Merry Christmas to you. We're starting a series, um, or by the time this airs, the series will have been on. It's a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm excited to, to hear the messages that Pastor Matt, our teaching team, put together. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. I hope this session encourages you to focus on Jesus this Christmas. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on because it really does help us out. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.